0: The San Francisco Police Department has prepared a draft policy that would explicitly allow robots to be armed with guns or explosives. Hmm. Paul Stenhouse, our tech expert, is here with his thoughts this morning. Kia ora, Paul. What do they actually want to consider?
1: Yeah. So they want to be able to put a gun
0: yeah.
1: mounted on top of effectively like a bomb disposal robot type looking thing. Right. To be able to send into places when, I guess, it's the risk to a human life, whether that be a civilian or a first responder, is too great. But they still believe that, you know, taking down the suspect would be the right move. It feels a little bit iRobot, kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Is that the Will Smith movie where he's, like, battling the... You
0: know what, though? Is it the craziest it, idea in America? It's not. It's not. It's not Is it the, the craziest, craziest idea? idea? I mean, like if the robots were autonomous and they were just rolling around with guns by themselves, <laughs> maybe. But if it's, if it's like, if you put it in the context of a bomb disposal robot and we think about all the times there's a, an active mass shooter in America, I reckon I've heard crazier ideas.
1: Yeah, and those things don't move very fast. Nah. So you could probably outrun them. You yeah. Know?
0: I mean, I, mean but, I, I hate to use this as an example, but you think about, like, a, you know, like a um, if there's a school shooter or something or someone holed up in a room or something like that and yep. sending a SWAT team in means that they're, you know, very much putting their lives at risk immediately, you know, in, in yes. very serious danger. Um, maybe using having this as an option isn't necessarily a bad idea.
1: Well, that was the argument in Uvalde, Texas, wasn't it? Yeah, because they said that they yeah. they, they didn't want to go in there because they thought the risk was too great. Uh, I mean, look, it, it feels a little bit slippery slope. Yeah, um, which is which is the nerve wracking piece of it. But here's what was interesting, Jack, is that they've so they've put together that policy that explicitly is basically requesting permission to do this. But if you read you know, they can actually do whatever they want to today. Anyway, they actually could do this tomorrow yeah, should they yeah. need to, because they're allowed to use deadly force if they believe their lives are in danger. So if you put that, if you mount that the that, that, that weaponry on a human, or you put it on a mounted on a robot, it's kind of the same thing probably. Yeah. But it it, it it's something about it being it feels very confronting when it's put in front of you like that, isn't it? Because yeah. they do say that even if they, you know get this policy approved, that it would still be a rare and exceptional circumstance that they would do this. But again, it feels very confronting to have it written down that you're allowed to do it because the U.S. military does things like this today. I mean, look at unpiloted drones, right? It's a classic example, I guess, that's been around for years and years. They've also got that capability on the ground too. But yeah, as I say, there's something that feels a little bit different when it's in the backyard of uh, San Francisco,
0: I guess going to be very interesting to see what happens with that
1: hey apple's new emergency satellite service has officially saved a person's life this is such cool technology that you know i as someone who works in the technology space i'm like man wouldn't it be cool to work on this because you can have such a profound impact on someone's life you can actually make sure that you can get the coordinates of someone who is in trouble and needs help to first responders even if they don't have cell signal because mm. all they need is a clear view of the sky, and your iPhone, the latest iPhones, can connect with a satellite. And you follow some prompts. It's, you can't just send a message willy-nilly, and you can't just call, but you can say, "I need help. I'm stuck. Here's the type of help I need." It kind of walks you through it. Yeah. And this person in Alaska was traveling at two a.m. in the morning mm-hmm. on a snow machine they called it. So I imagine I don't know what a snow machine like a snow is, cat. but anyway, they got yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They got stranded. Um, didn't have any signal, used the SOS feature. Apple's emergency response team, they get that message, and they then coordinated with the local responders who sent a search team out, and all is good. Wow. That's the end of the story. That's cool. Because of this technology. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
0: that's fantastic. That's really good. Okay, cool. Thank you, Paul. You take care, and we'll catch you again soon. Our tech expert, Paul Stenhouse there.